Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Haikyuu Volume 11, because we read Haikyuu all the time. It's very good. It is. Before we get to that, though, I actually thought Shonen Jump was very good this week as well, Kevin. Yeah, I had a big block of... I I don't know where to put everything because I like I liked all of it. Not yeah. all of it, but I had this giant block of I liked this. How do I jumble you know, how do I say I liked this one more, this one more? Yeah, I didn't find ranking it hard, but even like my bottom pick, I was like, eh, that wasn't that bad. Eh. <laughs> we will get to that shortly though. Starting off, One Piece is back with chapter one thousand forty one, Kumurasaki. What did you think of One Piece this week, Kevin? I liked One Piece this week. I like the world government getting involved in telling CP0, like, all right, you got to go kill Luffy now. You want me to interrupt the fight between Kaido and Luffy? Are you insane? <laughs> Do you know what's happening up there? Yes. And if Luffy wins, we are going to be screwed. I don't know if they're worried about Luffy winning or what they're worried about in particular. That yeah. would be one implication. I almost think they're worried that Kaido is going to show in friendship with Luffy after that, he gets beaten. That could, that could seriously... <laughs> I don't think it's likely, but it's not impossible. I mean, that's literally Mihawk goes, wow, that's Luffy's superpower. Yeah. As he was like, who is this random scrub who has all of the Whitebeard <laughs> pirates going like, yeah, sure, we'll help you out, bud. <laughs> like, what the hell? Well, like I said, I don't think it's impossible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, the, some of the stuff with Momonosuke having sort of doubts about whether he wants to open Wano or not, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, I really liked that too, where he's like, I know how important I am, but at the same time, it was like, but he ripped out the page that was like supposed to tell me what to do. And Parnum was like, I really like that move on Odin's part of it's not him just telling him like, do what I say. It's like, you're important, make your decision. Yeah, and also I like the bit with Kaido having shown in flashbacks to when he met Big Mom. And yep. he was like, ah. I met her when she was 15, and we still called her Big Mom, and that was weird. weird. <laughs> yeah, I like that, and then him being like, you know, I just agreed to share One Piece with her, you little shit! <laughs> always ruining my plans, and by always, I mean for like the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Anything mm -hmm. else you want to say on One Piece? Nope. That'll bring us to Earth Child Chapter 2, and so the moon swore never to turn away, which I did not care for. It's almost the opposite of Akani Banashi, where I was like, oh, that first chapter wasn't that great, but the second one's a lot better. This one is... Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. It's not... I didn't hate it. I, you know, it was all right for a chapter two. It wasn't terrible, but, but this series continues its trend of saying, this thing is impossible, and then it just happens. And don't get me wrong, that's what shonen anime is all about. Mm -hmm. But it's about the emotion and the journey there, and this is really dropping it, in my opinion. I I think the not the fact that the the kid is an Earth Trials is impossible, but like the oh, come on, there's no way some regular random scrub can handle this. Hit those shonen mm -hmm. moments of you know, like yes, I can. I get to be a shonen father. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, like I said, it's really not landing for me. Okay. Uh, I found the, like, shady evil government organization incredibly unsubtle. And don't get me wrong, I'm fine with the government being evil. But that the, like, ah, oh, the group is called Waste. I'm like, oh, subtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I wasn't a huge fan, but I thought it was all right. Yeah, it really doesn't have me at this point. Hopefully it gets better. All right, next up we have Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 176, Sendai Colony Part 3. What did you think of Jujutsu Kaisen, Kevin? 
I had some cool fight stuff going on, but I was just kind of mostly like, okay, so now these people are fighting. All right. And then it ends with other people fighting than the ones that were. I mean, he goes to another fight. I did like the little joke about, oh man, they're flirting too much for my taste. <laughs> but other than that, I, I I still just don't care about this little bit of Jujutsu Kaisen as much as I feel like I should, because I like this character. Yeah, and that's why I, I tend to like it a bit more. Like, I also like the the sky person's powers. Like, I really like, he was like, my arm bent out of position, but it's like totally fine. And I didn't feel anything weird. So she's like manipulating space, which is pretty cool. Yeah, all that stuff was cool, but then he goes to fight not Kuabara and <laughs> Volcano Kuabara. Yes. Who who can fire lasers from his pompadour. Which look, that's a cool power, but <laughs> eh, not not as cool as the space distortion woman. Yes. Well, I'm figuring she's going to come Oh yeah, it's gonna be a, a three way. I, I get that, but just the booking of the fight felt really weird. Mm. And I don't know who these people are and the the conflict seems weird. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, like I said, I just don't think the storytelling's been very good in the last, like, handful of chapters of Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm -hmm. Next up, we have Akane Banashi, Story 3, First Performance, which, again, I think if this was booked with the previous chapter, would have been a much better chapter one yep. for this series. Yeah, I think, and I think it would have hit better to flash back to the reason why she's so invested because her dad got expelled. They even like hint at it here, but we know what it is because we've seen yeah. the first chapter. Yeah, so I thought this was fine. Yeah, it, it, it was a very good Shonen Jump, so I don't think it ranked super well. Mm -hmm. I don't remember for sure. I don't, we only read it last night, but I don't remember. Same. I enjoyed reading it, though. Mm -hmm. So, And of the two new series, I'm definitely liking this one more so far. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. That will lead us into Mashal Magic and Muscles Chapter 98, Mash Burned It and the Endgame. What did you think of Avengers Endgame, Kevin? <laughs> I thought this was fine. This was, you know, one of those beats of, and then we made friends with him. Like, mm-hmm, yep. Yes, it, it was. it's very, and then we friendshiped at the end. Yep. It's got good shonen stuff. It's better than when Black Clover does this, in yeah. my opinion, but it wasn't stellar either. Fair. But it is one of the emotional beats, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Mashal often struggles with these, and I think this is one of the ones that's pulled off better. Yeah. It <laughs> doesn't seem like you have much more to say on it. Not really. That'll lead us into the Elusive Samurai Chapter 52, Basara 1335. I, I continue to like this character. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was all right. I'm probably not as into it as you are. But I, I still I'm not like... that into her. I'm not into her in that way. No, like I'm, not, said. I'm not saying that. <laughs> But you like the character more than I do. That's probably true. She's like, hey, yeah, you beat me, so have this treasure sword and go sell it. I can't have some bum off the street being the person that beat me. You need to at least look like you're rich. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this boy is so lame that he's cool. I did like that. Wow, this kid is so lame. <laughs> this kid is so lame that he's come back around to being cool again. <laughs> I really like that bit. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah, and then the ending isn't completely creepy at all. No. We we will you can read it if you want to see. It's not mm -hmm. creepy at all. Nope. Anything else you want to say on Elusive Samurai? Nope. Next up we have Blue Box number 42, an impossible notion. What did you think of Blue Box, Kevin? So I, I like this one. I like, you know, boys still struggling with his feelings and he you know, he's basically it seems like he's psyching himself up without meaning to to go tell Chinatsu how he feels. And then he runs into rhythmic gymnastic girl and she's like, Hey, buy my ice cream. Or, I mean, she runs into him, too. Yes. Be fair. She's like, oh, my uh, losing the love triangle sense is tingling. I need to plant myself into boy's brain. Yes. By demanding sweets. 
Yeah. Uh, what I actually really liked about this chapter is the Chinatsu stuff with all of her teammates being like, we're depending on you. And her like curling up into a ball and they're all gone and being like, yep. oh, not being able to deal with the stress. I really like that. Bit. Yeah, that was very good too. Anything else you want to say on Blue Box, Kevin? Nope. Next up, then we have Ayakashi Triangle, chapter 81, Matsuri Saw, exclamation point. <laughs> okay. Sometimes it's okay for him to look, but other times it's not. Yeah. Uh, this was just a silly chapter of Ayakashi Triangle, but I liked it, especially May in this chapter. May, uh, May was very good. I really liked Shirogani in this chapter where he was essentially like, my shameless senses are tingling. I know somebody's horny here, but I don't know why. <laughs> was just very good. And he was, you know, the one point where he was like, I can't believe I let it go on that long. Yeah. I, I like the end where May's like, oh, I think I won this time. I think this was victory for me. I just randomly picked an Ayakashi Triangle and put it on Matsuri and it worked out. Yep. No, it was, I, I thought it was very good. Yeah, so I I really liked it. All right. That'll bring us into Ayashiman Chapter 13, I Refuse to Lose Again, which is about how the boy in this is like, ah, oh, shonen manga protagonists sometimes lose one fight, but they never lose two fights, so I can't lose now. Yep. No, I also thought this was very good. I uh, really like that the, the biker guy's like special abilities, he goes fast. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I've been hit with a car before. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, and I love, that shouldn't be normal. He's like, eh, don't worry about it. But honestly, I really like his uh, smirk in that final panel as uh, the the other guy, I forget his name, the wall ceiling guy, is getting beat up. And he's just got this smirk of like, you know, all right, now's when it kicks off. Yeah. Now, I, look, I wanted to fight you. And now I get to fight you. Yeah. So I, I did like this one quite a lot. Last but not least, we have Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 119, Mitsumi and Kiyoichi. Kiyoichiro? Kiyoichiro. Mitsumi and Kiyoichiro. I think it's Koichiro. Koichiro? Uh, I, Whatever. This is a funny joke where he's reading Mitsumi a bedtime story that's Momotaro without honor and humanity, and that's a <laughs> funny joke. Other than that, I didn't... I mean, it's fine. It's also doing the sweet thing a bit better than I think Mission Yozakura Family typically does it, but... Yeah, I thought it was mostly all right. I did kind of like the message of, like, I thought I had been protecting the family, but it's Mitsumi's the one who's doing it. Yeah. Like I said, I think it all works pretty well, but it yeah. didn't really get me. No, I, I would agree. Anything else you want to say, or shall we jump into Jump Card? Let's do it. Jump Card is a segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we talk about every week. We had 20 chapters this week, so what do you have at number 20, Kevin? I protect me Shukamaru at number 20. Oh, so do I. I was sure you were going to have the P's down at number 20. Surprisingly, no. Uh, I didn't, like, protect me Shukamaru wasn't good, and that's why it's here. But mm -hmm. it, nothing about it was particularly bad. There was too much of the penis joke back, but I, this was much better than the penis joke chapter for that, at least. Yes, that was definitely better, but just the... Like, the fact that they were trying to subvert, like, oh, is it my best friend? Is she the leader of Skull? And then it's like, no, it was me. I, who? Who? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't good. It didn't get. It didn't make me laugh, but I can appreciate it's a joke that was set up. Yeah. 
it, it didn't offend me either, and it didn't bore me, I suppose. Okay. What do you got at 19? 19's where I have me and Robico. Okay. I have one higher, and I remember one joke in it actually getting me in. Oh, it was the like, oh, yeah, this he's a great assistant, and he works for free under the condition that he can try to kill me once a day so that he has a chance to get into Shonen Jump. That, <laughs> that actually made me laugh okay. enough that it went up one spot for sure i didn't think it was a good chapter there's too much robico in it but that was like genuinely a laugh not just like a smirk or a smile but like ah that that's like taking bakuman to an extreme level that's kind of fun yeah but for me it's always the robico kills it especially when you know she's waxing like oh man do you know how hard it is even doing a 15 page gag manga every day i was like you just end up throwing out parodies i was like yeah maybe be aware i mean i know you're aware of what you're doing but please stop I mean, he's getting paid for it. It's hard to yeah, blame him. It, it is, but I'm I'm going to anyway. I got high school family at 19. Okay, just because it, like it was fine, but it, it was more touching than protect me, Shugamaro. But nothing in it made me laugh. Mm-hmm. What do you got at 18? 18's where I put the peas. Okay, sure. Stuff's <laughs> happening. We're flashing back, flashing forward, flashing sideways. Yeah, there's some kind. We're now in the competition. I guess. I guess Lucky passed the preliminaries. What what is timing and pa- or pacing, Kevin? What I are don't these know. Things the plot is whatever you say it is, and you'll figure out the story from that. <laughs> I got me and Robico at eighteen. Okay, uh, what do you got at seventeen? Seventeen's where I put high school family. Okay, um, you know, uh, like you said, it was it was kind of touching, but seventeen's eh. uh, where I got the piece. Okay, so. I agree with you. I just am, like I said, more interested in this weird nonsense. It's like surrealist art. I want to stare at it for a little while and see if I come to any conclusions. <laughs> what do you got at 16? 16 is where I put Witch Watch. I thought this was all right, but a little wordy. I mean, that's frequently a problem with Witch Watch. Yeah. I like the j- joke. He's not even the right thing, but the bit with the student council president where Moy's like, oh, are we going to do this again? He's like, no, I have a warning for you. Yeah. I, I have Earth Child at 16. Like okay. I said, this just really isn't doing it for me. And like a very good week of Shonen Jump, to be fair. Mm. But I thought it was over-dramatized and like the twist at the end was just made me kind of roll my eyes. Okay. What do you got at 15? 15's where I put Undead and Unluck. Um, uh, me as well, which had its 100th chapter this week. Congratulations. And now yeah. he's going to go fight Dracula, I guess? Yeah. He's going to go fight Dracula, but first he has to fight through the forest of UMAs? Yeah. Okay. Sure. It's all right, I guess. Yeah. It's not going anywhere as far as I can tell, so we'll have to keep dealing with it. Mm-hmm. What do you got at 14? Uh, 14 is where I put Earth, Earth Child. It's where I put Witch Watch. Gotcha. I, you know, I still like the, uh, like, this guy's a regular Joe, but uh, he was so in love with his wife that they can't erase his memory of her. It's pretty, I mean, it's cliche, but... Yeah, it's I still a, like it. It's cliche, and the like a race method wasn't that interesting. It just seemed really like intense, and it didn't work for me at all. Mm-hmm. What do you got at number thirteen? Thirteen's where I have Sakamoto days. Okay, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm not a huge fan of this movie. Like he seems okay, and then he seems like bad at times. He's eccentric, and you don't know if we're supposed to hate him or love yes. him. That's fair, especially when he assassinates the pilots. Like he only kills one of them, which is not a defense of the man. Yeah. Okay. I thought Just, he killed, I was staring I at the panel a while to try and okay. tell, but he only shoots one of them. I thought he killed both of them, and it was like it, the, those guys were just the pilots. Like the the whole like a this whole test seems stupid. I know it's an assassin school test, but like you're gonna let your instructors die. And I mean, sure, there's the whole like ah, oh, well, you know, if they if they 
die. They weren't good enough to be instructors. It's like, okay, but like the pilots are just regular dudes. I mean, they're still probably like assassin level dudes, but they're like, yeah, we're just the pilots. We're not the test instructors. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And to be clear, the pilots are established on a page before that. So that it's not like, oh, I'm one day away from retirement or anything like that. Yeah, no. But they are established as people we care about and not props flying the plane. Yeah, when they're literally like, you know, oh, what do you think of this crop? Eh, what? And like, so that they're involved in the test and the fact that he, he murders one of them kind of bothered me a little bit. Yeah, that's super fair. I have Dr. Stone at 13. Okay. I mean, is Dr. Stone over? If there had been a the end at the end of this, I would not have been surprised. I feel like this could have three more chapters or one. Like, I don't know where we are. I, I don't know Stone. where we're going, Dr. Stone, either. But I really liked the a lot of the art, so it went fairly high for me. Because I really liked a lot of the pictures of the Y-Man robots form and stuff. I mean, Boichi can draw. Mm-hmm. But like I said, this is just like such a weird ending to me. I mean, it makes sense. Nothing about it is like unsatisfying. It's just not super interesting to me. Fair. Totally fair. What do you got at number 12? 12 is where I put Mission Yuzakura. I thought it was all right. Oh, that's where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. For, for similar reasons. Of just, I felt it was a little disjointed. Mm-hmm. But the fight scenes were cool, which put it above everything else. What do you got at 11? Uh, 11 is where I put Akanabanashi. Again, it was, it was pretty all right. There's some cool stuff going on here, but I agree with you. Uh, if we had you know, mixed up the chapter order a little bit and not had chapter one be chapter one, I probably would have felt a lot better about this series. Yeah. 11's where I put Mission Yuzakura, so okay, pretty much right where you have it. What do you got at number 10? 10's where I have My Hero. Okay. I thought this was all right, but, you know, like, oh, no, Deku's in the wrong spot. Well, if we had known beforehand what any, uh, like, I know okay. you don't tell the plan I, before I kn- the plan. I know what you're saying, Kevin. We could not have stood another goddamn chapter no, before we could this not have to hear them to explain it's the plan. It's fine. I'm not complaining about the chapter. While I'm making a small complaint of, so it's like, oh no, they disrupted the plan. Well, if I don't know what the plan is, I don't care. Uh, fair. I'm really interested on it in it because I want to know the why of how Deku got split up. And I know we, we see literally how it happened in this yeah. Uh, chapter. So that's not what I mean. Was this part of the villain's plan? Is this Toga being like, oh, Ochiko's here. Where's my boyfriend? Yeah. I have to grab him real quick. Is she completely acting on her own? I, that Especially because he said his danger sense didn't go off, yeah. which makes me think that that was something. Uh, but she has some of his blood, so that yep. could be connected to that. Or it could be she's like, I don't, don't want to fight you. I mean, yep. I, I do want to see you bloody. But that's just a king thing. That's not a fight yeah. thing. <laughs> So I'm interested in that, and that's why I went higher. I also do love All for One being like, oh, you're a bad dad, Endivar. I know, because I'm also a bad dad, and I'm (laughs) going to make you feel bad about it. (laughs) So I actually have it pretty high this week. Gotcha. I have Doran Dororan at 10. Okay. A perfectly serviceable chapter of a shonen manga. Because dead in the center. I I actually like this one. I liked a couple of the jokes with the senior just kind of got me, even though it was, you know, that... Yeah, they're joining the squad chapter. They got me to laugh quite quite a bit, so it went pretty high for me. I, I think it was good. I just Yeah, wasn't... no, I, I feel you. What do you got at nine? Nine's where I put Mashal. You know, friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, nine's where I put Akanabanishi. Okay. So. What do you got at eight? Eight's where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Like I said, I like uh, the bending space powers and the volcano pompadour is pretty cool. <laughs> I, I guess you like them both more than me, but that's been pretty true for Jujutsu Kaisen mm-hmm. for a bit now. I have Ayashimon at eight. Okay. I definitely liked the fight and the setup here, but it didn't have a real punch. And like I said, I thought it was a good Shonen Jump week. So 
I got you. This is as high as it could get. What do you got at number seven? Seven's where I put Dr. Stone. Okay. Like I said, I, I, I liked some of this and I did like, you know, like, ah, the, the, we're, we're leaving because it's illogical. Then why did you stay? Yeah. I mean, I like that as an idea. I just don't know where we're going with this. Yeah. And, and like, I think the answer is to an end card, but it just seems very weird. And like I said, I don't think this is a bad solution for or ending for Dr. Stone, but mm-hmm. it feels like I'm just waiting for it to end. This is very much my feeling as I'm reading this. Mm-hmm. I have Mashal at seven. Okay. I, I thought the, like I said, it did the genuine Shonen friendship stuff better than it has ever, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like a great example of it, but marks for that. This is what I want in my Shonen manga, so it went pretty high. Gotcha. What do you got at number six? Six is where I put the elusive samurai. Same. It's got some good stuff. What do you got at number five, Kevin? Five's where I put Blue Box. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I did really like it, but I liked some of the other stuff more. Just kind of hit me more. Five's where I have stuck about other days. I okay. really, I, I like this director character. I get your complaints with him for sure. Uh, especially when you spell it out like that. I can, there's mm-hmm. some tonal whiplash problems with him, but as like a villain of the week sort of villain, I think he's pretty fun. And I like his fixation on this new girl character. Of like, oh, you're, you've got that pro tag energy. People will like you. Yeah. And you no, got this I, fat dad you need to protect. <laughs> yeah. No, I was liking that. And even if he had just blown up the plane, like wouldn't have probably hit me as hard as hit him showing him killing at least like you said, one of the pilots or I thought both pilots. I assume that's so we're okay when they kill him. That's the only reason to do that. Maybe, but they're probably not going to kill him because they haven't killed anybody. That's true. They don't like to do that. They're going to punch him to the moon. Like in hell. Yeah. Look, that's why he gets punched to the moon. Nobody dies in One Piece. And there are a lot, <laughs> look, most of One Piece villains have done something worse than shoot the pilot. Yeah. It is a bit of a different tone, though. What do you got at number four, Kevin? Four is where I put Doran Doran. Like I said, I liked, I really liked the joke of, he was like, you get to be with me on my squad. Oh. Well, I thought you would be ecstatic. I'm the number one samurai in the unit. They're like, oh, well, we thought we were going to be with her. Uh, and he was like, oh, okay. That makes <laughs> like, sense. He, well, because he, he has this moment of like, do they not think I'm good enough? Like <laughs> that. Yeah. And when they compliment him and he like has to get super stern so that he doesn't start like smiling at them. Yeah. It was pretty funny. I got one piece at number four. Okay. I really liked all of the sort of new threads, but it felt like not much happened in it. I mean, Fair. there are kind of big revelations that I think it's a perfectly accessible unit of story. Mm-hmm. Uh, could have been number one a lot of weeks, but not this week. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number three? Three is where I put Ayashimon. You know, I like the the biker's got to go fast. Uh, the don't worry, I've been hit by a car before comment is good. And just that smirk at the end with main character man being like, all right, now time to make my cool, like, get up from getting knocked down moment yeah i got my hero academia at three it felt good to put my hero academia high for a change (laughs) you didn't have it as high but like i said i'm intrigued by the toga thing like Mm -hmm. because there are so many directions you can go with it i like the sort of separation into different shonen fights Mm. yeah i i'm looking forward to my hero academia for the first time in a while and it feels good all right what do you got at number two two is where i put one piece I really liked it. They're, you know, collecting all the samurai backup, which is pretty cool. And the Luffy fighting Kaido is pretty great, especially with the world government being like, you need to assassinate Luffy. And even the the member of CP0, like, I'm going nowhere well, near that fight. I'm pretty sure that's Rob Lucci. Is it, it Lucci? It's been implied. It hasn't been explicitly said. Gotcha. Who knows he cannot take Luffy in a fight. <laughs> he tried before the time I guess, skip. I, yeah, I guess that would make sense if it was Lucci. Yeah, uh, we don't know for sure, but it's been implied. Okay. 
But yeah, I definitely <laughs> like the, I'm going nowhere near that. Even if I, like, I've, you know, even if, like, if it is Luffy, he's like, I've gotten a bit stronger and maybe I can fight Luffy. I can't fight <laughs> both of them. Fuck that. Yeah. I have Ayakashi Triangle it too. Okay. I guess I didn't like the joke about, oh, Garth, you made me this outfit with his online shopping jutsu <laughs> as much as you did. I liked that joke. Again, I really like the Shirogane stuff in this a lot, especially when he, he like bites into the Ayakashi and he can see what Matsuri's been seeing. He's like, oh, God, this is what has been going on. <laughs> yeah. And then he has to tell Suzu and she's mad at him or embarrassed, I guess. She's definitely embarrassed because she sat on Matsuri's face yep. when he could see through her clothes. And May is like, and I win, I think. <laughs> I'm going to call this a victory. Yeah. <laughs> gonna go home to the spreadsheet. Just put a, a check mark in there. <laughs> you have it at number one. Yes. For those who yep. are not into it. I have blue box at number one because it's genuine. And I really like the Chinatsu stuff, like I said. And the rest of it is good, too. Like yep. I said, often this story feels like it's spinning its wheels to me, but this ending actually felt like we might go somewhere and, like, we might have a complication that's interesting instead mm-hmm. of, like I said, spinning the wheels. Mm-hmm. Totally fair. All right. And that will do it for Shonen Jump this week. But speaking of sports manga, we read Haikyuu Volume 11, and we'll be back to talk about that after the break. Oh, Haikyuu Volume 11 is good. Uh, Our opening theme is... (laughs) We don't have to speed run it that much. But like I've said with Haikyuu in the past, I don't know what to talk about with it. It's not like Bakuman where it's so incredibly dense. We can go to a lot of stuff. And while I really enjoyed reading this volume of Haikyuu in the way that we will often with chapters of shonen manga be like, oh, this was just a chapter of the manga we like and it was good, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, that's how I felt about this volume. And I feel like that's natural the longer a volume goes, or I'm sorry, the longer a manga goes and the longer its stories are, the more beats you get like this. Yeah. And also because the beats take longer, essentially, you know, like that's why typically when you start going into long form manga stories, you start talking about arcs yeah. as opposed to volumes yeah. even. Because it's like, you know, how was this? Well, this was like a tenth of the arc. So, like, sure, it had some cool moments, but... And there's a lot of resolution in this to the previous volumes. Stuff like Hinata getting the set to work and the uh, beanpole talking to his brother. Yeah. But nothing really stands out as a highlight here. To me, it is the one moment of Kageyama not trying to do the set and Hinata calling him out and literally everyone else being like, did... Did Hinata just yell at Kageyama? And even Kageyama is like, did I subconsciously stop trying? And like that, the change that makes in him, I think was the best moment of the, the volume was just how like they were kind of still fighting. And then that was when Kageyama went like, oh, he's right. I did do that. And like, uh, especially manager girl being like, oh, like figuring out that's how that's how much respect they have for one another that Hinata was like, don't you dare slack off for a second. I don't care how many times I fail. Don't you stop trying. I super like that part. But like I said, I kind of liked all of it. And that didn't stand out as a higher point to me because it it felt like most of the volume was stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I suppose there are some lower bits like the three on three scrim that 
occurs in the middle between the different teams, but yeah, I like I again, it was very good, but that moment stood out to me as probably the best. And then I also liked a lot of the bits with uh, I think it's the first is it just the first chapter that has like the the new manager girl narrating or maybe the first two where we get a lot of her inner thoughts or I guess throughout the whole I do remember that one panel where she's like midway through a thought and then a volleyball comes like wildly at her yeah. and corrupts and then she restarts the thought <laughs> in the next panel. Yeah, I thought that was good too. We're like, we're literally hearing her internal monologue. That was good. I also like her at the barbecue where she's like, everyone's so tall because she's 4'11 and like everyone is above six foot. Yeah. And I really love, there's two other guys who were like, oh man, all these cute girl managers are great are looking at her as there's a bunch of guys who are being very nice to her, but there are all these guys that are like six feet tall that are like, oh, would you like some of this? Would you like some of this? And they like start like not crowding around her, but because they're so big that they're literally looming over her. Yeah. <laughs> and the one guy being like, normally this is where you would call the cops. <laughs> like if I saw this on the street. Yep. She's great. The characters are great. But like you said, this volume is mostly just the conclusion of the training camp. Yep. So they make a bunch of breakthroughs, not everything, but they make a bunch. Mm-hmm. They do have, kind of have the swerve where it looks like they're going to win one game at the end, but then they don't. Yeah. Which I think is good storytelling, but doesn't stand out as a super highlight. No. Like you said, I think it is good storytelling, especially because that was seen as the best team at the training camp. So they were like, ah, if we could you know, take a win against the best team at the end, and then they still don't, was good. Yeah. Uh, but I genuinely don't know that I have anything more to say on Haikyuu Volume 11, which feels sort of derelict to me. So if you have anything else you want to bring up, please do. But No, the the just the, the manager stuff, and then, I, like I said, that one moment really got me. I enjoyed it, but it's a super quick read yep. and not a lot to analyze other than like, oh, this is good, this is good. It's consistently quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's still that definite. You got, you know, you should read it. $2 a month gets you... All of it. All of it. <laughs> 405 chapters, I want to say? I think it was only 300-ish. Uh, maybe maybe it's 305. I have and five in my head for whatever reason. Yeah, I think it's 305 because I, I remember reading chapter 300 and being like, wow, that's a that's a good accomplishment. Yep, that's a lot of manga. Mm-hmm. One, one piece is only on 1041. <laughs> it's not even the top five for longest. Actually, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't. I know it's not the longest. No, because there have been some gag manga that ran from like the 50s to the 90s. Yeah, and then there's there's at least one other action manga that ran longer. Because I remember looking up like, wow, I made it over a thousand. That's cool. And it's like, oh, there's actually been a, quite a few that have done that. Yeah. Do we want to add a character to personality power level? Because no one sticks nope. out to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the maybe Bokuto, the the other team's ace, but I wouldn't want to because I don't know how much more we're going to see of him. Yeah. I mean, we almost certainly will see him in one of the tournaments, but I don't think it will be this next one is because I think that was the, like one of the points of them being at this training camp was it'd be kind of silly to be training against all the people you're going to be playing in the tournament. Yeah. I, I do like the setup of the tournament and how they have to win two games. I think it's really well built to, but since we don't even start, yeah, we yeah. don't really have anything to talk about. Oh, I did like the moment of Hanada being like, we only get to play two games. No, we got to buy because we made it to top 16. Ah, cool. <laughs> and he's like, you know, because at first he's like depressed. He's like, we only get to play twice. Lame. <laughs> All right. 
since we're skipping personality power level, that's it then. Our opening theme was Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistbite by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam, and Last Time on Video Games, where I don't talk about Madoka Magica. You have to pay me if you want to hear about <laughs> my opinions on Madoka Magica, the anime series, on our Patreon. But for the rest of March, we're going to be reading Madoka Manga to help promote that. So you can hear some of my Madoka opinions for mm-hmm. free. We're going to be reading the Wraith Arc, Volume 1, next week. I'm making Kevin watch Madoka t- to do that. Yep. I'm Making me watch it is a misnomer. It has been on my list for a very long time. I, I'm making you watch it now. Yes, you you are you are uh, making it a priority as opposed to uh, the issue I have is I'm constantly adding stuff to my list and then adding you know other things that aren't even TV shows onto my list. Uh, we talked about it a bit before the mics, but you're halfway through. Are you enjoying it? What are your thoughts? Yeah, you, no. you, you told me that you're like, oh, I was expecting it to be more of a gut punch because everybody says it's a punch in the gut. Yeah, and I think it like it still was one, but it wasn't as bad as I thought because I knew it was coming kind of thing. So I was like, you know, I was sitting there and I could guess I... So I was getting like the vibes of stuff that could go wrong and not like, you know, oh, I can see the matrix and I know exactly what's going to happen. But because I knew it was going to get depressing, I was basically looking for it. And so when it happened, it's just like, okay, I, that's sad. Yeah, that that was very sad. But like, it didn't hit me as hard as if I had been, you know, watching along. Like, All right. Yeah, cool. This is, you know, some magical girl anime and like ah she's gonna make a friend that's great and then oh oh, oh. <laughs> i mean i knew and for me it still surprised me that happened so fast i thought i had more time <laughs> but well because of fair. you i also knew it happened within the first couple episodes uh, did you I, yes. have i mentioned that well that's my bad I, again, like, like I said, it's not like it's a spoiler. I mean, you know. It's a spoiler for a 10-year-old anime. Yeah, I, I can't complain, and I'm not going to, but it's just that level of, because it was a bit of out-of-nowhere gut punch, that it didn't hurt as bad as, even if I, like, there are some that even if you know they're coming, you're yep. still going to be devastated. And it's just because you're, you know, either so emotionally attached to the character, or they just set it up so well. That even if you're like, no, I, I I saw this coming from a mile away and it still, you know, sent me to my knees. Anything else you want to plug, Kevin? So there's a new game called Vampire Survivors <laughs> that I've been really liking. Is You were talking about that last night. I assumed yes. it was a board game. Nope. It is a uh, video game. Okay. It's kind of got a Castlevania theme going for it. Well, Konami doesn't want to make this anymore, so someone has to. Yep. Well, it's not a Castlevania game. It is a horde survival game where your character and they they all feel like very much like Castlevania characters like the first guy you get has a whip mm-hmm. but he attacks automatically like it's set intervals and so like they get when you have the whip you just whip in front of you at set intervals and so you the only control of your character you have is your movement and then whenever you gain a level by ev- not every time but whenever you kill enemies they can sometimes drop experience gems when you gain a level you can gain access to one of three or four, if you get lucky, power-ups. That can either be new weapons or power-ups like increased health, damage reduction uh, for armor or like movement speed or stuff like that. Or like weapon cooldowns are reduced or duration is increased or areas increased, stuff like that. Yeah. And so it's uh, a roguelike because you're not always going to get the same items every time. And 
you just you're trying to survive for 30 minutes until the reaper comes to kill you <laughs> and there's i was looking it up there's technically a way to kill the reaper you kind of have to cheese the game mechanics to do it because he shows up moves incredibly fast and deals like 64,000 damage so you have to cheese like invincibility frames by opening treasure chests <laughs> and then Every minute after minute 30, another Reaper shows up. So, like, even if you did somehow manage to kill the first one, you're not going to kill the next couple. But it's, like, $3 on Steam. I saw it because a streamer I watched was playing it and was like, I want to try that. That looks like fun. And it is. That does sound like fun. Anything else, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody.